This is the Team Clear Coat Podcast. We're two friends finally doing something about our obsession with cars. We're probably not doing it well, but it should be fun. We might actually learn something along the way. I'm Ian. And I'm Dave. And this is our show. Ian. Dave. How are you? I'm great. We are the hosts of the Team Clearco podcast. We are. It's an automotive podcast. Ostensibly. This is a very special episode, though. We are in. We are at the Denver Auto Show. Yes. And we are doing, it's very exciting to announce, the official walking tour. It's not official. Of the De- it's, no, oh, it's not? We couldn't get that. We couldn't get that. Oh, okay. We, this is the very unofficial, unofficial walking tour of the Denver Auto Show. Yes. Uh, this will be posting in enough time for everyone, all the public, to go see it. Um, yes. And so let's get started. What, real quick, what you should do is you should cue us up, put an earbud in, mm-hmm. right? And then come with us as we walk through the show floor. Yeah, we are going to walk around the whole thing. Yes. So now you should deploy your Team Clear Coat swag bag. Right. As part of our deal to be the official walking tour We're of not the, official. The, but as part of the deal to be right. the official one, we have swag bags for all guests. It, Turns out there's no swag bags left. There are no swag bags left. They're already all gone because they never existed. But we will walk you through what would have been in the swag bag had you had it. Yes, had they existed. There'll be some necessary items. Yes, you're going to need them. You're going to need them. You won't have them, but you'll need them. So pull out your map, which you should be handed as you walk into the event. And uh, Dave, where, where are we meeting? So you'll enter the event hall facing north. Okay, so that it looks like north on the map. That is south. You're facing south, Dave. Let's call it Dave North. Dave North. Okay, so Dave North at the Toyota booth. Yes, there's and the we're going to walk Arch. right towards the rotating Camry yes. first. Yes, let's walk towards the rotating Camry. Okay, come with us. All right, you should right. be walking towards under the, the Toyota archway. archway. Yep. And there's a rotating, rotating Camry. Yep. So this is the new Camry. It's a pretty color. Of it's very blue. pretty. It's it's gorgeous. Yeah. Um, I don't really know that much about the Camry. To Ian. Me. Yes. This is the Toyota Avalon. This is an Avalon. This is an Avalon. Okay. Yeah, all, right. all right. So, so. that's the Avalon. <laughs> uh, let's move on. Let's let's go look at the Sienna, which yes. is all uh, boxed up. It certainly it's is. Got a, got a roof box. It, it is. Carbon fiber roof box. It's got some Denver Zoo graphics on it. It is. Um, and I will say, we're 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 fans of the minivan. So let's get in. Uh, there's a loud video playing in the background. Hopefully yeah. you can't hear that. Sorry about that. Um, and it is cool. We really in, like this minivan. Yeah, in Colorado, it is cool that there is a, an all-wheel drive minivan available. Yes. Um, it is unique to the segment. And you know what? People should buy minivans because crossovers are garbage. Yep. They're compromised in every single way. And uh, minivans do one thing, and they do it really well. They do. Uh, Ian, are you going to buy a minivan? Probably not. <laughs> okay. All right. Ian's dropped his microphone. He's picking it up. All right, buddy. Let's see here. Where are we heading, headed next, Professional Ian? Professional automotive journalists. So, okay, so we're headed now to Nissan. So if you continue proceeding Dave North. Which is south. South. Go south. To the Nissan booth. Uh, and turn, turn, do, uh, turn right and you'll be at the Nissan booth. Also known as Dave Left. <laughs> This is not at all confusing already. Um, so the first, we would like you to stand between the Nissan GTR, yes, so and this little uh, SUV called the Nissan 
It's called the Kicks, folks. Ian, isn't Kicks what uh, the street youths uh, use to refer to uh, sneakers? <laughs> street youths? <laughs> yeah, that's what they use to refer to sneakers. Oh, okay. Yeah. Um, I think you're right. Um, but other than that, uh, this is just a, a small little crossover. It is. And it's not very interesting. So we're going to move on. It no, does have a floating roof. It does have the floating roof design, which you're going to see on everything. When What we need, mean by the floating roof is if you go to the very back of the car at the side, there's this like blacked out little area between the roof and like the rear fender. Yep. And everyone's doing this now and they all think it's very innovative. But what I want you to do is at the beep, we're going to give you some pause points. Yes, yes, exactly. At the beep, uh, go ahead and pull out your phone yep. and Google and Google image Toyota Matrix. And look at that, that floating roof design. Let's go ahead and do that now. Okay. Beep. Beep, beep, beep. Okay, <laughs> and we're back. All right, so the other thing that we want to point out about the Nissan booth is the GTR and the 370Z, which is for some reason is a snowmobile. Yep. Um, Colorado. Hashtag Colorado. Also, there's a tent. Yeah. We recommend uh, show attendees not enter the tent. Uh, we've had some flatulent times lately. This was one of my hidey holes earlier. Oh my god. Sorry. Um, really bringing the, the tone of the show down already. <laughs> um, the, the thing about Nissan right now is that they're not in a great place because they're it's they don't have very many exciting cars and the two exciting cars that they do have are both now old enough to drive themselves. Right. If they were to be cars. Exactly. People. So moving on, we're gonna turn around, basically turn around from the from the GTR and face due. This is east. Dave, <laughs> Dave West. It's west on the map, but it's <laughs> due east. And we're gonna go look at Honda. Yeah, let's take a look at Honda, specifically the Honda Civic Type R. Yes, it's this beautiful blue. Um, and we are gonna get in, right? Yeah. Because yeah. that way, the most most importantly, we don't have to look at the exterior when if we're inside. Right, it. exactly. Okay. This is a car that you're gonna want to get in and out of when it's dark. <laughs> right. If you could, the, the, if you could close your eyes and walk walk to it and then get into it unsighted. This is what I call it. the Subaru Tribeca method of in of vehicle entry. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. Remember yeah. that? Because those were actually kind of pretty on the inside. Right, but the outside was... Oh, God. Oh. Yeah. yeah. I actually can't get in the car with you because the backpack is inhibiting my movement. Oh. But... Didn't think about that. So what you should be doing is, if you have a chance to sit inside the Civic Type R, you should be doing that now. You may need to wait for a child to finish uh, sneezing onto the steering wheel yeah. before you can get in. Uh, what you should do is pause at the beep. Once you can enter the vehicle, Unpause. Beep. Hello. Welcome to the Civic Type R. Good pause, everyone. Um, You'll notice if you look to the center console. A gaping chasm. So, I, Ian, I figured out what this is. I was doing a little bit of research. Uh-huh. If you have a half gallon of milk, <laughs> you can put that right in the center console. That middle bit looks like it should move. And it, it does. It does, but the, the that latch is, is very. Oh wait, oh back. that's why, because it's okay. it, it was slid it was slid out. forward. It okay. looks like it's missing a piece. It it is. It probably is. It must be. Yep. Surely. Anyway, this is the Civic Type R, and it's milk storage. It's the Grand Canyon between the seats. It is. I've it, never seen anything like this. This is one of the advantages of a front-wheel drive car, Ian. Yeah. No, that's true. Yep. That's true. Um, we have not driven this car. No, we haven't. Not we yet. We're very excited to, but. 
loving the seats. Oh, the seats are fantastic. The seats are so yeah. It's like get, get that butt wait, wait, listener. Wiggle that bottom. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Wiggle it as much as you can. You can't. Yeah. It's in there. Yeah. You're getting a nice little hug, a little Honda hug. Honda hug. That's what on the marketing materials. Yeah. It's not. It's not. Official. Okay. All right. So that's Honda. It is. I think that's all, all we want to talk about about Honda. If you want to look at the other Honda cars, you should do that. You do you, man. You yep. do you. Yep. Where are we headed to next? Where we are headed we to guide? the race cars. Ah, so, so proceed if, Dave North. <sighs> proceed south. <laughs> um, and to the right, to your right will be an SCCA um, stand. This is called the race car pit stop. Yeah, the race car pit stop. And then you'll, you'll find it because there are race cars in it. Yeah. They look like race cars. These are fantastic. It looks like, and it's a little hard because on press days they don't have the full complement of people here. But um, take a look at the race cars. They're all really cool, especially the CRX. That's kind of our favorite, I think. Right? Yeah, the CRX is fantastic. Uh, but what you should do is you should grab some information or look up on your phone. SCCA Track Night in America. It's a fantastic event. You and I have done it several times. Yeah. It's, it's a wonderful driving event. They have instructors. It's great. Yeah, exactly. And the, the nice thing about it is that um, uh, it's geared towards complete novices, people who have never been to yes. a track day before or anything like that. Uh, so, yeah, go check that out. All right. And sincerity. Um, <laughs> so now you should be staring at the little Mazda prototype car. Uh, if you turn around. Yep. 180. 180. You'll be at Fiat. Yes. Um, and so what you're going to want to do, this is really, really important. Yes. Is you're going to want to focus your vision on the Fiat 124 Spider. So uh, in addition to that, while you're focusing your vision on the Fiat 124 Spider, you're going to want to reach into your swag bag. Oh, yep. Get the headband yes. and deploy the team clear coat blinders. Correct. Place those on the sides of your face, mm -hmm. right? Yeah. What these do is they block off your peripheral vision. So you only see the thing that you're looking directly at. You're exactly right. Right. And so in this case, we want to look directly at the Fiat 124. Yep. And and really eliminate any possibility that you might catch a glance of the Fiat 500X. That's the last thing you ever want to do. Yeah, you don't want to do that. Yep, so, so face okay. down, so walking we're, forward, we're uh, walking. Spider, west, spider, spider. spider. Oh God, I looked, Dave. The, I Ian, looked, it's Ian, awful. Ian, deploy the branded Team Clear Coat eye bleach oh. to cleanse. Yeah, okay. All right. We'll, we'll pause after you call poison control, rinse the bleach. Yep. And then you can rejoin us. We're going to rejoin after the beep. At Dodge. After the beep. Beep. Welcome back. Okay. Yeah, my eyes so, feel so much better now. So let's go ahead and continue proceeding past the Fiat 500s. It's probably safe to remove your blinders at this point. Yes, because now you're greeted with a selection of muscle of, cars. Of muscle cars. Of, of Dodge muscle cars. And here's here's the thing. I've, I've driven a bunch of these now. Yeah, we've driven the Hellcat. Hellcat. Hellcat wide body. I've driven an RT. Yeah. Um, and I've driven uh, another, a couple of, uh, of uh, Challengers with, uh, or I'm sorry, Chargers. Yeah. With, I the, uh, with the V8s as well. Yep. And I drove a V6 Charger. Okay. Yep. And all of them are not what you would call good. No. Like even the Hellcat wide body, which was by far the best one that we drove, right? Right. It was exciting. It, it was. was. I mean, definitely fun it certainly was fun but it you there's zero percent chance you could use even three quarters of that power on the road right 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 but there's just something something about that though these cars they're old the right. platform is old and and 
they don't feel quite right, but there's there's a personality there to these cars, and I just I love them. They're fantastic. Yeah. They're not great, but they're hilarious. Mm -hmm. They're fun. Yeah. They, these are completely endorsed by by us. And they they definitely have presence. I yeah, was in they a, do. I had a rental Challenger. Uh huh. And I got like thumbs up and stuff. Yeah. And yeah. you're in like a rental spec car. It's, right. It's hilarious. And the cars that they brought are fantastic. They brought this. This is my favorite back here. What you should, listener, you should walk towards the green and black Dodge Challenger. Yeah. Look at it. This is fantastic. This is a paint scheme that I can get behind. Right. And this yeah. is the, the 392. So this is sort of like the midpoint between like a base and the Hellcat. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So this is kind of the one, this is kind of the real world one that you'd probably want to have. Right. Um, and this paint scheme is just cool. It's beautiful. Yeah. It's beautiful. We love it. Yeah. Okay. Um, what does this say? That says mine. Ian. Yes. When we were here last night. Oh, right. Oh, so, okay, folks, a little bit of inside baseball for you. Yeah. So occasionally before uh, the public is allowed into these uh, auto shows, they have like a, a, a gala event or something yes, like that. Yes, it, it's actually called a gala. Gala? Yeah. Gala? Gala, gala. But, it, but gala. it's- Gala, gala. Yeah. Golo. Yeah, <laughs> YOLO. Um, anyway, a party. Yes, and for fancy people that are not us. Right, I don't know how I was allowed in because I You actually, almost weren't. Well, yeah, that's a whole. That anyway, my fault. But at this event, um, your boy here, Dave, who is deathly afraid of clowns, guess what they. So when rich people are eating hors d'oeuvres, what do you think? What goes hand in hand with that? You know what goes hand in hand right. with that? A mime waving a flag that's doves. Yeah. Ian. Yeah. Ian. So we. Uh, I, I saw I a look saw of the mime. Saw, yeah, you you mime. Caught, you caught a face full of mime. Yeah, I did. I did. And I saw the reaction. Right. And I said, "Go to the go to the Pacifica, Chrysler we, Pacifica." We ran to yeah. the minivan and we got in. We closed the doors and it's the it's the minivan safe space. So so listener, from the green Challenger, you can see the Pacifica in white behind you. Yes. Hop in for a minute. Pretend you're hiding from a mime. It works well in that case, and actually in every minivan case. And we love the Chrysler Pacifica. And really, hiding from a mime in a minivan, it's really, if you've ever wondered what it's like to be a professional automotive journalist. That's it right there. Yeah. Yeah, in it's, a nutshell. Yeah. Yep. Hiding from mimes in the, in the Pacifica. Yep, yep. Yeah. Where are we going next, Ian? We're going to Jeep next. All right, so let's... So we're gonna uh, kind of double back. Right, yep. Back past the Hey, it's another green. chance to see the great green uh, Challenger. Yeah. Yeah. And they do badging really good, too. They do. The TA all yep. over it. Ah, just yep. cool. Um, so we're, we're actually just gonna walk right through Jeeps. Here's the thing with Jeep. Yep. If you like Jeeps, you already like Jeeps. Exactly. Nothing's gonna, nothing we're gonna say is gonna change your mind. If you don't like Jeeps, you don't like Jeeps. And so we've done an off-roading event, and here's the thing. We get it. Yep. Right? We get so it. So what we wanna do is we wanna go ahead and, and give you a beep so you can pause, get all the Jeep stuff that you wanna do, check them all out, and unpause when you're ready to move on. All right? All right. Beep, 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 beep. Hi, welcome back. Okay. So, so you've, you've walked through Jeep. Yep. And we're walking to Alfa Romeo right now. We are. And oh my gosh, we have so much to talk about. So a few things, right? 
So we're gonna stand at the back of the Julia. Of the Julia. Look, stand is as kind of centered and dead on to the Julia, the back of the Julia as you can. Yep. You're and gonna notice some things. You're gonna notice some things. The first thing, Dave. Yep. Why don't you, why don't you start us off? First thing I notice, Ian, the backup camera is not in the middle. It's very conspicuous. You're gonna notice that on a lot of cars. Yes. Yep. And But here, I think in white especially, Uh huh. and with, since it's right under a badge that's centered, yes. it looks really off. It does. And the other thing that immediately popped out to me was the... Was the... Was the, the Julia. Yes. The Julia badge looks crooked. It does. To me. It looks, it looks slanted, like the word Julia is slanted. Yeah, it is. And um, the Q, the, I think they're trying to follow a curve in the body, but it's crooked. Also, pay attention to the shut lines on the trunk. They're not equal. Yeah, they're not even. And this is the, sh this is the car they bring to the show. Yep. And here's the thing, listeners. None of that matters. It doesn't matter one bit. None of it matters. Yep. It could literally be... Like the end, you know, at the end of the Blues Brothers when they shut the doors and like all the panels fall off. Exactly. It could be mid that state. Yep. And I would still want one with all of my being. <laughs> because the thing is, it drives amazing. It does drive very, it, very well. It just feels special. There's 9 million fonts inside. If, yep. you, if, uh, if the car is powered on, sometimes they have a thing where you can power the car on. This, one's, this one has it. Yep. Uh, there's a hundred fonts. Yeah. In, in the car. There, there it, was no thought to unity in graphic design. None. It's a mess in there. Uh, everything feels kind of cheap. Just like your emotions. Yeah. <laughs> everything feels kind of cheap. Again, none of that matters. Nope. Uh, it's amazing. So, um, so that's, that's the Alfa Romeo Giulia. There's also another Giulia, the, the one that you really want. That I haven't driven yet. <sighs> Dave is still upset because I maybe, maybe ran the Julia Quadrifoglio out of gas at a track event uh, last year yep. um, after doing the four most exciting laps of a racetrack in my life. Um, and then the fuel light came on on the last one <laughs> and there was no time for Dave to drive it. Ian, Sorry, you see Dave. this here? It says, please stay off the platform. It we does. would encourage listeners and ourselves to do, the, to yes, do that. Yes, absolutely. Pay attention to those signs. Yep, you always should. Unless you don't. Unless you don't. But you should. You should, unless you don't. Yeah, unless you don't. Okay, so since we're we're standing in front of the Alfa Romeo platform, yep. If you look slightly off to your to your right, yep. You can see also the, known as Dave left. <laughs> you can see a selection of of Ram pickups. Yes. And so we're gonna go talk about, in particular, the Power Wagon. So this is a vehicle that we fell in love with at the off road event, uh, a little while ago. Yeah. Um, I felt right at home in this truck. It is my, I'm from Missouri. Yeah. Pickup trucks are in my blood. They were my first two cars growing up. Mm -hmm. And the Dodge Power Wagon is, in my opinion, the ultimate pinnacle of pickup trucks today. Yeah. I, I know like uh, the Raptor obviously gets a lot of love, but if you want a truck that is truly a truck, I think Power Wagon is the way to go. Also, it's a really fun if you're uh, of my stature, which is uh, uh, small. Uh, <laughs> it's really fun to get in and out of because you just take a running jump. Yep, you take a flying leap and just get into yep. it, head first dive. But the thing, and I'm not a I'm not a pickup guy. I didn't grow up with them. I've never like lusted after them or anything. Never owned one. Um, I've never owned one. Uh, I will say, Power Wagon is the best like trim level oh, name. Oh yeah, on the market. You're exactly right. And so. 
And I just want that on the side of all of my vehicles. Yep. Um, okay, so moving on, moving still on the map, yep. uh, Dave, uh, Dave North, which is actually south, um, <laughs> we will come to Acura. Yeah, so oh, here and we- And look at this, a full line. They brought their full line yep, of Yep, everything. Everything, Ian. And here's here's the thing. We're just standing in front of these all these Acuras, and there's, there's a lot. There's a large selection. Yeah, we have an admission to make. We know nothing about any of these. We have no idea what's going on. It's just blood. Okay, that's Acura. Yep, so there's Acura. Okay. All right, so off to your right, you're gonna see a giant cloud of vape smoke. Yes. Please deploy the tier, Team Clearcoat battery-operated fan yep. and uh, Subaru integration kit, which is a vape pin, a flat-brimmed hat, mm -hmm. and also some stick-on tattoos and fake ear gauges. And uh, some of them, uh, some of your swag bags may have a can of Monster Energy in it. Ah, yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, so now we're at uh, we're at, we're at Subaru. You hopefully you've made your way through the vape smoke, uh, past the collection of WRXs and STI. STI. The, not a lot of people know this, but. Um, the, sp the design spec for the rear wing on the STI. Yeah, yeah, yeah. A lot of people think this is for downforce. Oh, really? But that's actually not true. Okay. Uh, what this is, is this is the perfect platform on which to flatten the brim of your baseball cap. Oh, this is the brim calibration unit. Yep. Uh, yeah, that's all this is for. Gotcha. And okay. It, and what what the reason it's so big is so that you and all of your bras can do it. <laughs> yep. All right. So all right. moving on. Moving on. We are going to talk about a little bit about the legacy. So there's yep. a couple of legacy uh, legacies here. Yep. Let's go ahead and hop in this uh, white one. Okay. What do you say? Yeah. Let's do that. Okay. And here's the th here's the thing about the legacy. Yeah. Is that this is the car. This, is this car exactly the 3.6 uh, is the car that I think about in what I'm going to call moments of weakness, where I, I don't know if I can just do. Uh, enthusiast cars for the rest of my life. And I just right. need, a, I just need a, a, a baseline right. to go back to. So, like, let's see. I, I'm, I'm trying to contextualize this. So, like, this would be, say, like, your equivalent of the movie that you put on when you have the flu. Yes. The Hunt this, for Red October. Yes, exactly. The Hunt for Red October, The Fugitive. Right, right. Um, a Mystery Science Theater 3000 episode. Right, whatever, yeah, whatever that is. Right. Or an episode of Top Gear all yeah, the times. There whatever you go. it is, when you are so sick and miserable or hungover. You, you've just got an empty mug of Theraflu powder next to you. And you, you can't get up off the couch. Yep, yep. This is that car. This is exactly that car. And the thing is, that doesn't sound like a compliment. No, because but, it's not. But it is. <laughs> it is. That's a compliment. It is. Because only very few things in life can provide that feeling. You're correct. You know what I mean? You know what? Yeah, you're right. And it's about the context. It's about the surrounding yeah. environment. Absolutely. Now, am I going to buy one of these? Probably not. Probably not. But. It's good to know it's there. It's there. It's there. It's available for me. It's on the DVD it. shelf for when you have the flu. Ex yes. Yes. Dave, you just nailed it. Show over. Show. No. <laughs> it's not over. I'm just kidding, people. Listeners, the show's not over. Okay. All right. So that's Subaru. I think we're done here. Ian, come here for a second. I'm going to move your mic pack so that when you sit in a car, it doesn't compress your antenna. Here, pop that in the front pocket right there. You do it. I don't want to touch your body. Listeners, touch the person's body that you're with. <laughs> okay. Let's make it weird. All right. So, um, all right. So we've wrapped up at Subaru. We have. Um, 
And now we're gonna resume. So if you're looking at the Subaru, if you're looking at the nose of the of the Legacy, yep. you can kind of turn right. There's some new SUV thing that we're not yeah. gonna talk about. Um, but there is another automaker hidden yep. over here at the side. Last year. Last year they were underneath a flickering light. A flickering bulb like a, out of a horror movie. <laughs> it, 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 they were on the, equi the equivalent of the saw back lot. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And so we're gonna walk towards this automaker and I'm already losing energy. You know what, Ian? It's okay. I, I just deploy your team clear coat cocaine. <laughs> All right. Oh, and okay, so we, yeah. here, we, here we are. We've arrived at Mitsubishi. Mitsubishi. All right, what I want everyone to do is just go, go next to the Mitsubishi sign. Yep. Everyone. This is what we're doing. There's a red car here. It's, just it's a something. Kind of take a knee we're gonna for a take second. A knee. We're actually doing this. Yeah. We're putting a knee down. What we want is we want you also to uh, tweet us pictures of you doing the same thing. Folks, Mitsubishi. Just think about stuff for a while. Yeah. Think about... How far. Oh, you fallen. know what this car is? Oh, the red one that we're sitting in front of right now? Yeah, that we're kneeling in front of? Yeah, and it's is... a Pontiac Aztec. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. This, is this, folks, for anyone over the age of uh, 25, maybe uh, shocked yeah. to learn that this is the new Mitsubishi Eclipse. The Mitsubishi Eclipse. You heard it right. Let's go ahead and take a look at the back of the vehicle, Ian. What do yep. you say? So the Mitsubishi Eclipse uh, has a long and storied line of enthusiast yep. uh, culture. It was a sports car. It, it was, was. It was part of the, the 90s golden age of Japanese sports cars, small, cheap sports cars. Yep. And now it is not that. It is now called the Eclipse Cross. Yep. It is a crossover. And they stole the liftgate from the Pontiac Aztec. They did. Because if you're going to pick up one design element from a Pontiac Aztec, that's what you get. That's the one. That's the one. Listeners, there's, no, there's nothing that, we that, that like brings us more sorrow than the state of Mitsubishi right now. Yeah. yeah. A storied automaker with a motorsport pedigree and just a horrendous car lineup right now. So what we want you to do is we want you to turn around, face your attention towards the blue Lancer. Yes. And specifically the back. Yeah, we're gonna go jet onto the back. The Lancer is a fine car. It is. Uh, it's a car. It is and a car. The thing about the Lancer is, on the back. On the back is a backup camera, which is mandated for 2018. All cars have to have a backup camera. Oh, wow, okay. Yeah. But that does not look like a factory piece. So, so remember, when I first I saw one, mm -hmm. I sent you a picture and I put it on our Instagram. You did. Right? Because the one I saw, and I see it almost every single day I go to work, mm -hmm. right? The, it's debatched, which makes that backup camera even more prominent. Yes. It looks like a little nose poking out of the back of the car, mm -hmm. right? And so your first take on that was? There's a 0% chance that's not aftermarket. Turns out there's a 100% chance that it's not aftermarket. That right. is factory. So we were joking that one Mitsubishi engineer said to the other one, where should we put the, and then just slap <laughs> right across the face. Didn't and, even finish the sentence. Yeah, and the, and the other engineer said, right in the middle. Yeah. Right? And then just look at it. Yeah. You look at it. Look you what you did. Think about what you've done. Oh my God, it's on the Mirage too. Oh, it is. But it's off-center. But it's off-side. It, because, it, because of the hatch design, it's off-center. So walk over <sighs> to the little purpley mir Mirage. I love this color. I do like the color. Yeah, yes. it's fantastic. Small car, funky color. Yeah. That is proper. And yeah, good. it is, right? Smaller car equals funkier color. Yep. I, I, I dig it. I dig it. 
Yes, absolutely. All right, folks. So we have now. There's there's two things. Oh, Real two quick, things. I just want to call out. Yes. While you're standing in the Mitsubishi um, Motors booth having an existential crisis, we're going to go ahead and pause. You're going to notice some enthusiast custom vehicles off to your right. Yes. Right, Dave left. So we want to give you time to go look at these. We're going to pause and uh, unpause when you're done looking at uh, like the older Roadster, the Camaro, etc. And we'll meet you over there. Right. Beep 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 beep. All right. So. So we're at the the, the Roadster. Um, we should, probably should have looked and see what this was. It's so a Ford 32 coupe. Ford Coupe. Ian. So there's the Ford, 32 Ford Coupe. These are all very cool. Yep. But now Look we've at reached the portion of the show. Yes. Called cardio portion. I, Ian and Dave cardio corner. Cardio, cardio corner. So go ahead and proceed nor Dave North to uh, south to where you see all the flags and vendor swag. So these are all of the, so besides uh, car manufacturers, yep. there are also uh, a bunch of like car adjacent- Industries. Uh, industry booths and Hangers stuff. Hangers on, if you will. Right, and a lot of these are worth your time, absolutely. The thing is, this is a large floor. This walking tour is already gonna be way too long. Nobody's gonna actually gonna listen to it. So we're gonna do, we're gonna sprint through this. Right. And also nobody is actually here on the on the press day. So we're gonna sprint through this. Yep. You can follow us. And I, I wanna see, I would like reports of just people running through here. Yes, just yes. Just running through. Just uh, elbow small children aside. Yeah, exactly. Okay, first up, Ian. Do you need uh, automotive themed fabric? No, you do not. Okay, running the, over the flags, the flags and the and the golf signs and stuff. That is awesome. for your garage Ian, while you're alone because you don't have any friends. Floor coverings and Costco you're wholesale tour. You're gonna right. you're gonna spill oil on that. Yep. yep. Excel Energy. Don't really care. cool electric yep. Camaro. Uh, electric, awesome. Yep. Yes. Uh, Driving while some, high. That sounds like a bad nope, idea. Yep. Keep heading. Keep going. Garage keep going. Oh, yep. Oh, yep. Okay. Okay. Yep. Okay. Right. Quick fire. Quick. That's that's um, um, Fisker Karma. Yeah. Yeah. Um, uh, what else? We have? Pain relief. Turn, turn left. Pain relief. No pain can relieve. No. No. I got it. I got nothing here. Yeah. Yes. Oh. Yeah. Oh, okay. Take a breath. Let's keep going. Keep going. Okay. okay. Garages. You need one of those. Yep. You do need a garage. Sunglasses. You probably yep. need some of those. Sure. Get some of those. Get some sunglasses. <laughs> uh, purses. Yep. Bedazzle them. Bedazzle them, Ian. You do need bedazzle purses. You do. Get some bedazzle purses. Yep. Keep okay. going. Keep Where going. Push forward. Push oh. forward. Uh, a shower, I yep. guess. Sure. Go ahead. Take uh, off your clothes like we did and get in. That's to shower off the feeling if you own a G-Wagon. Yeah. And then now, we've arrived at the drug car. Yep. You're going to see a car in front of you. Yes. If you've made good time like we have, pushing mm -hmm. children aside. Yeah. Um, the thing is about the drum car, and yeah. I, and again, we're privy to this being the official walking tour. Not official. Of Can't the, legally say that we're the official. But we're the official walking we're, tour of the Denver Auto Show. Not official. Um, we know for yes. a fact that uh, all well, these packages of drugs, these are all fake. Yes. Except one of them is real. Uh, <laughs> Listeners, find the real one. Find go. the real one. Go, go. Snort all the packages. Okay. All and right. now uh, we've reached the end of Cardio Corner. Whew. Okay. <sighs> So and now, oh, oh, it's glorious. You know when you get done with a hard workout? Yep, yep. And you, you see that first sit down. Yeah. You just, oh, you right? get your running shoes loosened. Yep. Maybe you don't even have energy to take them off. You just loosen them. Yep. And you just plop down. That's where we're at now. Yeah, Because we're is. in Volvo. We are. And we're going to go, go right ahead to the S90. Turn south. Yep. To, it's north, Dave. Jesus. And take a look at the black. S90. And we're going to get in. Open the doors. We're going to get in. Hop and we're in. just going to, we're going to shut him. Shut the doors softly. 
Let me get the backpack here. And just right. sort of... <sighs> oh. Listeners. Oh, yes. We like this car. Oh, we do. We do. We like this it's, car a lot. It's very pretty. It's a nice place to be. Without, It's not opulent. It's just everything is clean and functional and exactly where you think it should be. It just works. Everything feels quality-ish. Pre premium. Yeah. I love this little drive mode dial in the center console. Mm -hmm. This uh, this rolled desk top yep. uh, to cover up the cigarette lighter and cup holders. Yep. Yeah, fantastic. But this is not the most exciting car here. No, it's not. So why are we in this one? Let's, Let's get out. out. Let's get out. Okay. That door handle felt good. Yeah. Okay. The most exciting part here is actually... I was going to say the truck car when you find the right package. Over here to your left. Yep, Dave Wright. Uh, the, the Volvo... The, the white per pearlescent Volvo wagon. So this is... Oh, God. There's a radio going. Let me just turn that off. Oh, how do we turn it Ian's off? Ian's trying to figure out how to turn the radio off. I got off. it. I Ian did. got it. it. All right. So we're going to sit we're in the Volvo V90. This is the cross, uh, cross country, which... Uh, dealers will stock the cross country. But they won't stock. They don't stock the V90, but you can order the V90 okay. not in a cross country. And this may be the best vehicle on sale today. Um, we, in a surprise to no one, are big fans of wagons. We certainly are. Show. And um, this is the best. It is. The best wagon. It's, it's so pretty. And it's just nice inside. It's basically the same uh, interior layout as the S90 that we were just in. Um, yes, this is... We love it. This makes me happy. Yeah. And it, it's a nice recovery. It's it nice is. It's a recovery it, from, from, the, from the, like, the, the, like, sinking feeling of the Mitsubishi. Yeah. And then the workout of a right. cardio corner. This is that walk back to the car. There's a cool breeze on you after a long run. Mm-hmm. Right? Yeah, exactly. Yep. This is what we needed. Ah, yeah, we uh, failed to mention that um, some of you have probably been peacefully, air quotes, escorted away from the Volvo booth. That's because you're wearing cargo shorts. Oh, yes, that's true. What you're going to want to do is turn around, deploy your Team Clearcoat branded ascot. Yep, from your official uh, Denver Auto Show Team Clearcoat swag bag. Exactly. Uh, the, the Team Except Clearcoat the ascot. Part will get you back in yes. to the Volvo booth because- It should counter your cargo shorts to a degree. <sighs> you may need to use the official Team Clear Coat pocket square. Yeah, cargo shorts are a big ask, but you right. gotta do it. And frameless glasses. Right, and yes. everything should just be neat and tidy. What you- Functional. What you should do is yell, I'm an architect, <laughs> and run towards the V90. They'll yep. let you in. Okay, so- where are we going next, Ian? We do need to talk about the new car. There is one new, new car um, here at the Volvo booth uh, that was just released, uh, which is the, the XC40, yep. uh, which is their small crossover. So go ahead and proceed north. Of course they have a small of, crossover. Of course there's a small crossover. Of course there's a small crossover. Proceed Dave South mm -hmm. to the black XC40. And what we want to call attention to is again, we talked about the floating yeah. roof thing before, this very puzzling black strip. On yeah, the, the, on the rear three-quarter panel. Yeah, the C-pillar yeah. or the yeah, D-pillar or whatever. Yeah. Whatever you're gonna call it. It looks like they're doing a floating roof thing here, but it's a black car, so it looks very strange. Right, there's this little horizontal strip of bodywork, and we don't know what it is or why it's there. Yeah. 
And that's it. That's, yeah. that's, the, that's, that's the XC40. The XC40. It's a whole brand new car. That is all we know about it. That is what we fixated on. Aren't you glad you downloaded the official walking it's tour not official. of the Denver Auto Show? What do you think of these wheels? No. They're kind of they're kind of weird. They are weird. I don't like them. They make me think of exclamation points. Yeah. Yeah. I'm not a fan. Ian, where are we headed next, buddy? Next, uh, where where should well, we tell the listeners to walk? We are headed to Infinity. Ah, right yes. I as an Infinity owner, I have to say. I am very disappointed with all of you. I am very disappointed with all of you. Really? Yeah. Yeah. All of them? All of them. Uh, all of them. Mainly because, uh, listener, go ahead and get in the infinity of your choice. Mm-hmm. You're going to want to go ahead and pick something. One of the uh, sedans. Yeah, one of the sedans. sedans. Yeah, let's see here. So, or, or the, the coupe. Or the yeah. coupe. Yeah, exactly. The this coupe has the it. Q something. Yeah. See, and this is one of the problems with infinity. We Q60. Q60S. All right, mm-hmm. go ahead and... and have a hop inside. Yeah, pop in there. And what you'll notice is two screens. Yep, one stacked on top of the other. Guess and what? Some does some things, some does other things. Some of them do both. Right, so functions are split between these two screens. Yeah. But then also the screen in the center. Yep, and also the, the steering dials. wheel. Right, and so all of these, some functions can be done in all three places. Yep. Some functions can be done in only one. Some functions can be done in two. Right. It is baffling. It certainly is. It is baffling. What you should do is buy an Infinity from 2006 like I did. Second, walk forwards to the QX30. It's a nice color blue, mm-hmm. but um, it doesn't quite work. What you're going to want to do is just yell, this is a Mercedes, at whoever you see around it uh-huh. to look like you know more than them. Yes, because I, this is based on the, the small Mercedes uh, crossover, the GLA. Yep. Um, but here's the thing about what they did. If you go to the back of the car, yep. they put- We're obsessed and, with car butts today. Yeah, and no other Infinity does this. This right. is the only one that does it, and it's ironic that it's on this one. They have the Infinity badge. Right, in the middle, in underneath the, middle. the rear windshield wiper. But then there's, Another Infinity badge. Off to the lower off left. To the lower left. Above the all-wheel drive logo. Now, this could be a dealer-installed thing. We're not entirely sure, but we've seen it without the dealer name yeah. next to it as you're, well. You're exactly right. And it's like they're, they they have a... They a, know, a complex. Yeah, they know yeah. people are thinking, that's the Mercedes one. Right. And so they're like, no, uh, yeah, uh, it's uh-huh. extra Infinity. Exactly. It's extra Infinity. Exactly. Yep. It's not. Yeah. No hashtag overcompensating. Yeah. All right, well, that's enough of that. Where should people go next, Ian? Next, we should go over to Jaguar Land Rover. So let's go ahead and walk past the, uh, deploy your Team Clear Coat blinders once again for the awful uh, QX80. Yeah. The bulbous microwave marshmallow peep. And we're gonna go ahead and say uh, the Range Rover Evoke convertible as well. The expensive version of a Nissan Murano Cross Cabriolet. (laughs) (laughs) All right, but what you're gonna wanna do is you're gonna wanna step on up to the silver Range Rover Velar. Oof. Yeah. Um, I will say, I am not an SUV person. Right. Uh, as this is all probably already clear, but this thing does look awesome. It does. And it's the fantastic. Interior is great. It is. Um, we have not driven one yet. We haven't. Um, uh, there's a optional uh, jacket hanger. Yes. For the passenger seat. Go ahead yes. and take a look at that. Uh, fantastic. Spend some time in the interior. It's yeah. a nice place to be. Land Rover does know how to do interiors. They're yeah. Great. See how many uh, of the surfaces will attract your fingerprints. Yeah. The, I drove the my our first um, Range Rover recently. It was the Discovery. Yes. I guess that's not a Range Rover. Land Rover Discovery um, um, last year. And 
Uh, that's the first modern one I've ever driven. Yeah. And you really do just get your elbows just kind of slowly come out. Yeah. And your nose just slowly drifts Ascends. upward. And you do just feel better. Better. Yeah. 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 Fantastic. All right. So we're going to move on now to Jaguar. Um, and the car, one of the cars we're most excited about here. Yes. The XF Sport Brake. This fantastic wagon in front of you. Uh, I would say it's the reason your pants are tight right now. <laughs> or wet. <laughs> or wet. Yep, exactly. Um, Maybe both. This has been, I will say, so, you know, we, we spent a lot of time kind of bemoaning the proliferation of crossovers yep. and that sort of thing. It's been a good year for wagons. It has. It has. We've already talked about what so far. Uh, well, the uh, the uh, V90. Yep, the V90. We're um, talking about a Jag wagon now. A Jag wagon. And then we're going to be How talking awesome. about a couple other we are. exciting ones. Yeah. How awesome does it sound to say Jag wagon? <laughs> That's true. That would be a good value add to yep. owning this car. Yep. I got to get the Jag wagon. Got to take the Jag wagon in for service. You could even go Jag wag. Yep. You could Jag wag. Jag wag. Yep. yep. Hashtag Jag wag. Um, yeah. Listeners, what we'd love for you to do is to wag something at the Jaguar and tweet it to us. Hashtag Jagwag. 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 Um, I would say, let's ignore the Fpache. Okay. Uh, we, we drove that. It was disappointing. Yeah, it was. Um, again, if you need space. Yes. Why wouldn't you get something that looks as good as this, this Jagwag? The Jagwag is brilliant. It has the same space as the Fpache. It does. Yes. It's a nicer place to be. It's going to be better to drive. Um, and it's cool. It's Automotive enthusiasts will know that you have good taste if you are driving that. And it's important for them to know that. Yeah, I mean, because no one is more exciting to talk to than automotive enthusiasts. <laughs> Another thing you want to do is step uh, to the Maroon Jaguar XJL. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's the XJ. And step to the back of it, you're going to notice oh, yeah. the absolute best taillights on sale today. Yeah. We, are, are we calling this now a fetish? Yeah. Of the, mine? The, taillight, the taillights? I love it. Yeah. Yeah. Dave is one of those, you know, some people buy cars only based on horsepower rating. Exactly. Only based on the number of cup holders or right. whatever it is yep. your or thing Or just is. the looks. Dave, taillights. Yep. Taillights. Yeah. I, I wanted to tick off owning mm. the car with the biggest possible taillights, my Infiniti M45. Now I'm lusting after a Jack. Yeah. Ian. They are very, very cool. They look good. They may not work all the time, but here we are. <laughs> so... So we now, if you turn if you turn around after looking at uh, the taillights and wondering what is wrong with my co-host, exactly, um, we will arrive oh, wait, at that's Porsche. Me. Here's the thing: all these Porsches are going to be excellent. They're great. They're everybody, fantastic. Everybody knows that. We all yep. know the 911 is great. We all know that the Cayman is awesome. But what we want to talk about is, is a wagon. Another wagon. Picking up a theme. Yeah, um, the Panamera Turbo uh, Grand Sport Turismo. Sport Turismo. Thank you. Um, Wow. Ian. This is not a cheap car. Nope, and it's locked. We can't get in. It's locked, uh, so you can just admire from the outside, from a distance. Which yep. is just like the Amy Grant Which song. seems about right. Yep. But my favorite my favorite thing about this is that it's a huge family car. Yeah. It's a huge wagon, and the the steering wheel is a sport steering wheel, and the huge tack right in front yes. of Yes. It. It's brilliant. Um, it's amazing. And it, like, I don't think there has been a facelifted turnaround of like going from bulbous bulbous and to disgusting pretty. to just gorgeous yeah like this yeah you know it still looks big there's it still looks 
too tall and it the does. wheels are too big. Um, nope, I love it. It's perfect. But it, it and works. And the, Pan the Panamera before it was perfect. Well, perfect. Ian. That is a matter of your opinion and yours alone, pretty much. Nope, it's complete fact. <laughs> All right, so let's move on. Listeners, you should argue with the people nearest you. Yeah. Preferably a family member. Uh, what you're going to want to do is go ahead and set up ruining Christmas now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, if you could get like an Ikea level argument going yeah. right, right yeah. here in front of Maserati. Yeah. That would be perfect and on brand because now we've arrived at the Italians and now you can be animated and talk yes. with your hands. Yes. And every, every conversation sounds like an argument. It does. Uh, it, one of the things that we noticed last time we s stepped into Maserati, and if they're unlocked, you can too. Yeah. Ian, let's go ahead and, what is this? this the is giblets. The, oh, the Maserati giblets. Yeah. One thing you're going to notice when this, you step the in. The Ghibli people. This yeah. is, Dave is what, Dave calls it the, the Ghibli. You're going to notice that it has improved in build quality. Last time we sat in it, everything felt very cheap. Yeah, I mean, it's still... Not great. As, uh, <laughs> as, as Doug DeMiro really uh, like pointed out really well, um, the panel gap between the door and the B-pillar is oh, amazing. Yeah, look you can that. actually see the body panel through, yeah. like next to the door. And to illustrate that in his video, which you should absolutely go watch, uh, look up Doug DeMiro, uh, Maserati Ghibli, he puts a tube of toothpaste <laughs> in there and it just stays. <laughs> It's amazing. That's fantastic. Um, so yeah, the the Ghibli. I think it's one of those things that's like the I, I love the idea of uh -huh. the Maserati Ghibli. Right. But I don't think I would enjoy living that idea. I think you're right. I think you're right. Uh, listeners, you may want to take a look at the steering wheel. It has this interesting center notch in the bottom of it. Mm -hmm. What I, I'm trying to figure out what I would use that notch for. I'm thinking maybe stacks of pepperoni, uh -huh. right? What would you put in there, Ian? I think I think that's probably the owner of this car. That's probably business cards. Ah, uh, business cards. Oh, what? I, another thing I was thinking is you could push pasta dough through there, mm. right? And have a nice kind uh, of like a linguine. A linguine coming. A out. really thick linguine. Because <laughs> that's what everybody loves about oh, yeah. linguine. Yeah. Is a thick guine. All right. There's also the Levante. Which yep. is their new um, SUV. very controversial SUV uh, because everybody has to have one of these now. Yep. Um, there it is. We're not going to offer it. Yep. And now we've arrived. If you turn around. Yep. We're at Lamborghini. We are at Lamborghini. You're probably not going to be able to touch any of them. They're going to make you feel bad for even looking at them. Yep. But, but uh, they're pretty. They're very pretty. Yep. And you know what? There's nothing we're going to say about Lamborghini or Aston or Ferrari or Lotus really, really that you don't already feel. Like the, these are basically the equivalent of, because they're not really attainable, right? Right. So these are the equivalent of like modern art. You're exactly like, right. If you look at it and you feel something, then you feel something. Done. But if you don't, move on. Exactly. It doesn't affect you in any way. Right. Because you may never even see one of these on the street. You know, the only other thing that we will say about this is that there could be an interesting taste to the Lamborghini brake calipers. For some reason, the flavor. Yeah. Splendid. The rumor may be, allegedly, that I have licked a few cars here. <laughs> Maybe. I'll leave it up to you, dear L listener, to figure out which and where? 
and what surface you shouldn't now touch. Exactly. Or what level of shots I now need. <laughs> You're gonna wanna continue walking past the Bentley, the insane armored car, uh, the Lotus Evora, which I really like. I've always liked the Evora. I know it's not the best Lotus, it's yeah. not the fastest, you know, the but Evora, I really like it. The Evora is the official name for this car, but there is also a, like a code name for this car. What is that? It's the Lotus, we're not out of business yet. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. See, see, we're still something. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, yeah. There's also, if you look over in the corner, there is um, a car ah. called the Karma. And the you, Karma. And to some of you, uh, you know, car news enthusiasts, you may say, "Hey, that looks really familiar," and it's called the the Karma Rivero. And here's the thing: is yep. that it is not the Fisker Karma. It is not because it is no longer called the Fisker. One. And two, it is not currently on fire. Nope, it is not. Yeah. Ian, what do you think of the metallic paint? The paint is fantastic. Also, it's yeah, so pretty. It's there, still a pretty shape. There's a famous person right over there. Really? Yeah, that's the guy that does the uh, chasing, um, chasing classic cars. Oh, really? Yeah, I can't remember his name. I've never seen that show. That's okay. He's okay. on the cell phone talking. Oh, we should definitely go bug him after yeah, this. Yeah, exactly. Um, anyway, Fisker, anyway. not on fire. Fisker, not on fire. Yep. Um, Don't call it a karma back. Because it never was karma back. No. Gone. <laughs> There's also a Ferrari 488. Yes. Uh, which is the, the iteration from the four, the, from the, I think, the more pretty 458. I think the 458 is prettier. Yeah. Right? But this is exciting because it's the first turbocharged mid-mounted V8 since the F40. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah, actually, what you're going to want to do is is uh, d deploy your team clear coat glasses, yep. your your thick rimmed glasses, push them up with your finger on the bridge of your nose. Push them up. Same finger. Take a beat. Yep. Raise that finger in the air, waggle it, and say, actually, actually this is the first turbocharged mid-mounted V8 since the F40. There you go. And then you can... Uh, take those glasses off immediately yep. because they may obscure your vision because they're very smudged. I licked those too. <laughs> and turn around and look at the McLarens. Listeners, you should probably get a hepatitis shot. Yeah. That's a thing. I licked a lot of stuff. <laughs> Here's the thing about the McLarens is that they're virtually impossible to tell apart. Even yep. for people who... Like us. ...stare who... at these sorts of cars all the time. Yeah. Uh, and are super into them. But the exciting one, and I'm gonna take a little lap around because I yeah, haven't had a proper look at it It's yet. in the back. It's uh, a really nice deep red. Yeah. This is the 720S. Yeah, and this is the this is the new hotness. It this is. This is the one that um, is basically as fast as a P1. Yep. Um, but it's from uh, McLaren's uh, sports series. It is. It is really good looking. Like it's a, it's definitely an evolution of the design that they've been doing. Yes. But it works so much better than- Look at this air channel, like through yeah. the back, right? Yeah, because they have the, right now they have the wing up a little bit. Yeah. So you can see it's an, an effect two wings and these like high mounted uh, Look at where the exhaust comes out It's just the coolest. Yeah. And then these huge air channels in the bottom. Yeah. Uh, next to like the, the cooling for the diff and oh my God. Yeah. It just, it all works. It does. Um, it really does. This is a fantastic look, it, looking car. It looks like a spaceship. It does. Ian, do you notice the smell of barbecue sauce? I do? No, I don't. Should I? You should. Okay, why is that? Because if listeners, you turn around, you're gonna see some NASCARs. Oh. I'm, I'm, I'm glad you're on board. 
Right, I'm yes, trying to yes and here. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Except yeah. for the part where you said no. <laughs> <laughs> so there's a Camry, which is not a Camry, and then another yeah. Camry, which is also not a Camry. Exactly. But yeah, if you're into this, take a pause. Beep. Okay. Welcome back. So Welcome back. go ahead and continue proceeding south, Dave North, to a beautiful white Buick Riviera. What we want you to do is we want you to admire the craftsmanship that it took to make that rear window glass. Yeah. Isn't that amazing? Well, just everything on this car is just, every, every <sighs> angle, like it's not, like on paper, if you just described it to me over the phone, right. I'd be like, well, no, I'd never want one of these. Exactly, there you go, right? yeah. Like, yeah. cause it's huge if and it's slow. If you read about its features, you completely right. write it off. Well, I think like if you, if you were standing here on the phone, and yeah, you were like, yeah. these are the features of the car, and you were just describing, this is the gross weight of it, this is the horsepower. Exactly. This is the length. Right. This is the rear, the overhang from the amount of metal from the rear tire to the bumper, <laughs> exactly. which is Seven enormous. Seven feet. <laughs> enormous. Um, I'd be like, well, no, you're a crazy person. Right, I would never want something like that. But then you see it in the flesh, and you're like, oh my god, every every detail on this is more amazing than the last. Like, it is. The shape of the rear bumper, yes. the shape of the rear glass, the dash The dashboard shape. Is just so cool. Right? Um, yeah, it's... It's just a car that's like, it doesn't need to be, it doesn't need to perform well or do anything else. It's, j the fact that it exists is just yep. cool. Yep. We love it. Yeah. Take a beat, look at it. While yep. you're here, go ahead and take a look at the 1968 Studio, uh, Studebaker. Studebaker, Studebaker Avanti 2 Coupe. We love this car. Oh. This is gorgeous. It's so pretty and so unique. It doesn't look like anything else. No. Um, this is in fantastic shape, yeah, too. Yeah, there's a really great um, uh, Comedians in Cars Getting Coffee. Oh, uh, really? With, with a Studebaker? With the Avanti. Uh -huh. uh, it's JB Smooth. Oh, nice. Uh, okay. JB Smooth and, uh, and obviously Jerry Seinfeld. And uh, Seinfeld talks about it in the beginning about the history of the car and about how they hired a famous designer to to do it and his part of his contract was that Studebaker was not allowed to alter his design in any way. Oh wow. So they had to produce it exactly as Amazing. he Amazing. Yeah. And it's it's another it's just like the Riviera. It's just I don't those rear little fins are yeah. perfect. Yeah. Right? That's just, it, it looks like a baby duck on the back. Right. It's got a very Italian rear it like does the, the rear is very italian of the, yeah. of the time yeah and i love every angle of it and so take some time to just pour over that. when i first walked up to it it was while you were um oh listeners also what you're going to want to do is you're going to want to deploy your team clear coat empty bottle because you right now you're in what's called the pea desert oh yes right so more than likely you're not going to be able to go to the bathroom you probably have to go from the monster energy drink you downed at the subaru booth mm -hmm. uh so either find a mini cooper to pee in or <laughs> Use the bottle. Yeah, we are the furthest from all of the bathrooms yes. at this point right here. Yes. We probably should have warned you about that. That probably would have been more useful. That's why we have the official bottle. Oh, right. Oh, yeah. good, good, yeah. good, good. Um, so we're going to run through Mini really yep. quick. Yep. And basically all we want to talk about here in Mini is the fact that, first of all, the rear of the Clubman. Yep. What a yeah. horrendous state of affairs that Mo is. Listeners, it's best if you just move on. Yeah. You can play cornhole if you want. It's with, a whole thing. With a mini rep, they'll probably let you win. And then they've also really helpfully deployed a British telephone box. Why? Did you know? Did you what? know? What? 
Did you know that Mini is a British company? No. Yeah. It's what? True. It's so. True. It's true. BMW's in Britain. Uh huh. Huh. It stands for British Motor Works. Verks. Gotcha. British Verks. Motor Verks. Verks. Not okay. a lot of people know that. Okay. Yeah. See, you get an education here. Okay. So now we're gonna turn around yep. from looking at the obligatory mm. British telephone box. Yep. We're gonna walk past the uh, <laughs> the, the, the mini the, the, the mini off-road car. Yep. Um, and then. Yeah, Ian. Ian, we've we've talked about this. We know what we're doing here, listeners. We would like to to prepare you as we give you our thoughts on Link. What you're going to want to do is you're going to want to go ahead and hydrate, make mm -hmm. sure you've had a good night's sleep. Maybe I don't know. There's a tent on top of one of the minis. Take a nap in there. Knock out a couple push-ups if that's your thing. There you go. Right? Yeah. yeah get the blood pumping. Okay. Yeah. All right. And we though need a. Yeah. Okay. You're going to want to unpause it when you're ready for our thoughts on Lincoln. Beep. Here's the thing. Look, is that they I can't believe had that, that 30 years once the Continental not doing was such an iconic vehicle. And, and now they're trying everything to be, that they do they're trying to copy the Germans. So and the German luxury thing has been like and this confused thing they, they're going to bring back suicide doors on the Lincoln Continental. They want to test but it doesn't matter because here it is. And all it is is just a cheap knockoff. Luxury doesn't have to be sporty. I can't even believe it. Like all they should be doing is what the original Continental did. Instead of doing what Cadillac has been doing and going after that, they're just doing me too Cadillac it, it, thing. All it, unless, it's just a rebadged unless, Ford Edge unless, for the folks, MKC. It may be different. I don't even time. know. It might but, be. Look, we got kind of. It was a missed uh, opportunity with the Continental. So, but maybe, perhaps, there's maybe. No way. There's no. It way. might be we different. We can't even begin to talk about what the the navigator. Oh, yeah. It might be different this time. It might be different this time. It might be different. So, listeners, what you're going to want to do is step up to the Lincoln Navigator. Yeah. Enter the booth. So kind of take a step around. In case you didn't touch some stuff. Follow what we were talking about there. Including yourselves what, and each other. I don't know what Dave was talking about. I I do know what Ian was talking about. I don't know. I should what have I was taken my earbuds about. out for that. Um But let's talk about the navigator. Let's talk about the navigator. This is an all-new car. Um, and it's basically Lincoln's redo after their kind of missed shot with the Continental, right? You're exactly right, yeah. Because the Continental, they were given a kind of miserly amount of money, mm -hmm. and they tried to make the best of it. Right. When you look at it, you're just going to wish you bought a Volvo S90. Right. Yeah. Or a Jag. Or, or yeah. You know, Basically you want, any other large low sedan. Yeah, if you want something that's not German, right. essentially, yeah. those are your choices at yeah. this point. It, or a Hyundai Genesis. Right. Oh, yeah. Right? That's true, too. Um, but let's talk about the Navigator. Let's talk about the Navigator. You're going to want to get in. You're going to want to get in. Why, when we talk about Lincoln, do we always talk about what they've done wrong? Well, I think because they've had so long to get it right. And they've squandered so many opportunities. True. True. You know? And, it, and also, because Cadillac, Cadillac did their thing by going after the, the M5, They did. Right? Yep. And, and the AMGs and all of that. And Lincoln had a space for a long time, for about 10 years now, right. to, to just be opulent, American-style luxury. Yep. And they didn't do it. No, they did not. They but, fell far short. All it was was up-badged Fords. But now, 
I think they have. If you right. look at the interior and you just touch yep. anything in this car. I'm touching you. Oh, even better. Luxurious, Ian. They have act absolutely, I think, done it with this. Ian, look at the transmission switches. Yeah. This is fantastic. They brought back a push button transmission. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, everything, everything feels like a quality item, even in places where like you wouldn't normally touch. Right. You know, like even like the rubber down here doesn't uh -huh. feel It feels good. Anything. Yeah. Every, everything is nice and everything that you do touch all the time feels really good. This is a giant freaking truck. It's, it's enormous. There's so much storage. This storage space is almost as big as the one in the Honda Type R. <laughs> it is. Pacific Type R. It is. Nearly. Yeah. Um, but the yeah. seat controls are fantastic. The stereo looks amazing. Everybody's doing these milled aluminum yeah. grills for their stereos. This now. all this works for me. Yeah. I don't know how it's going to age when you get a bunch of like lint stuck in all of this. That's shit. the thing. But uh, for right now, they work for me. Okay. I like okay. it. Okay. I really do like it. Um. Yeah, I don't know. I'm, I'm excited about we it. We do know. We do know. We like it. I'm excited about it. And it, it's, yeah. it's a weird feeling to be excited about. A giant-ass SUV. A giant truck. Yeah. But I am. Also, take a look at the uh, spacey Navigator boot screen. Because <laughs> that's what I want my car to have is a splash screen like it's a pirated copy of Photoshop yeah. 4 from why, 1999. Why everyone thinks we need this now. Photoshop 3? But 1999? apparently we do. Yeah. Okay, so now we're going to... We're going to... Go to... BMW. BMW. The All right. BMWs. So we have some thoughts about BMW. Yeah. We do have thoughts about BMW. Yep. Um, here's the thing. Is that, the as we kind of were alluding to earlier, I think the common theme that we have been feeling is that, like, at least when it comes to sports cars... The Germans are doing fast. Yes. You know, they, they've, they, they've kind of lost the plot a little bit on fun. Right. Yes. Um, yes. And so, like, I used to desire no car more in the world than an M3. Right. But that is... That That's is, fallen away. That has fallen away. And part of it is, I'm sure that I've gotten older and have responsibilities. But, like, yeah, I don't know. One thing I would like to call out real quick before we get to the... To the uh, faster M's is the um, V12 760 M edition. Yeah, well, the proper nomenclature is the M760i X-Drive. Oh, Jesus. And I know that because I'm standing in front of the sign. Exactly. Uh-huh. Uh, one thing I'd specifically like to call out is the matte white pearlescent paint. Mm -hmm. Amazing. I would like to call it the MSRP of $157,695. Oh, how many used Honda Civics is that? Uh, a lot. Yeah, yeah. Um, it's also, the other thing to look at is the car is locked, but through the window you can see in the center console near the shift lever is a giant V12. A, a giant V12 badge because when you're sitting in your car, yep. you like to remind yourself, what engine do I have? Exactly. I, As got, if the, it, <laughs> I, got, I got the V12. Got it. Got it. As yes. if the gas pedal isn't enough to remind you. Yeah. Or your miles per gallon. But also... The 7 Series is still cool. It I is, mean, but I'm not a big fan of this chrome little kicker no, yeah. on, on the uh, door sills and the front quarter panel. Yeah, that's a... It, it, you know what? Let's call this the hockey stick. This is the hockey stick from now on. That is a hockey stick. Yep. Yep. Um, I would also... I think a D-badged one of these... Yes, definitely. ...would be one of the... Especially with this color. Yeah. ...is uh, just a 
one of the would be one of the coolest cars on the road. It would. It certainly would. But yep. you'd have to take, especially the V12 badge off. Yep. And the M Sport badges. Definitely. Um, and all of the badges. What do you think of those wheels? I, I like those wheels. Those are pretty cool. The wheels are great. And I love yeah. that they're matte, just yeah. like the paint. Yeah. It's a very handsome car. Now let's talk about the more fun M's. Yeah. I got more fun, but yeah. So the M5, M3. They're fantastic. Right? You should drive them. Yeah. Let's move on. Okay. Um, Use your team clear coat blinders for the M40. But one thing we do need to call out is listeners, I'd like you to send me to send us pictures of the car on top of the BMW X5. The bicycle on top of the X5. Yes. Yeah, the, the car on top of the X5. Yeah, if you go over to the BMW Woo! X5. Yep. Let's go take a look. There's an awful BMW branded bicycle on the top of it. And Dave, for anyone who doesn't know, is a cyclist. Yeah. Um, and what, what did you notice about this bicycle? Instantly, uh, I noticed several things. First of all, it is, you could not find a lower grade Shimano crank set. Um, this is all uh, very um, entry level stuff. It has probably some of the worst hydraulic brakes on it. Um, but one thing you're gonna notice is the front wheel. Uh, if you were to hit the brakes on this, you would notice very quickly that you have no brakes because they have placed the front wheel on this bicycle backwards. So the, the caliper is free float, new, free floating calipers. It's a wireless caliper. There you go, wireless caliper. Wireless brakes. Wireless brakes, yeah, uh, so. Yeah, the rotor is not in the caliper. What I'm interested in is if somebody from BMW notices this and turns it around before the rest of the unwashed masses go to the auto show. Yeah, so update us on that. Yep, uh, real quick, last thing I want to talk about is that i3 here uh. in the BMW booth. I personally, Love the i3. I think it's so funky, so cool. I would 100% own one. Mm -hmm. I, the thing about the eyes, both the i3 and the i8, yes. is that they both look like they are... There's no way to put this delicately. They both look like they're shitting other cars. They do. They do. The they look back like end. they are extruding other cars yes. out, of the, out of the back. Yep. Um, this one looks like it's pooping a Chevy Camaro. It <laughs> <laughs> and when I have a talent, Ian. And when you see it, you can't unsee it. The i8 looks oh like it's God. pooping a Porsche 911. It does. Yeah. Um, but right, Camaro. Yeah, because it's got this black section and then yeah. body color in the middle, and then there's extra lights in the in in that. Yeah. Um, and it looks like another car is coming out of it. Like maybe it's or maybe it's giving birth. Maybe it's you know maybe it's it's delivering more automotive enthusiasm into the world. It is. It is. Or it's, or it's shitting a, a car. Dump. <laughs> okay. So, where are we heading next, Ian? Right now, we are headed towards to... Audi. Huh? Oh, yeah, we're headed to the Audi. Sorry. That's yes. right. I was going the wrong direction. That's okay. We are headed back west, or as we, as we like to call it, Dave East. What? Real quick, uh, what we want you to do is stand in front of the BMW X6, flip it off. Shake your head disapprovingly, maybe yep. a withering look. Send us a picture of you doing that. Yeah, and we then love just, you. Just move on and yep. just forget you saw it. So it's better that way. Walk into the Audi area. You'll notice that the carpet got plusher when we stepped in here. Yeah, and right? more. And the thing I do like about uh, Auto Show carpet is that they install the extra static. Yeah, model they do. Of they carpet. do. Um, there's somebody vacuuming, so you're gonna hear that. Here's the thing about the Audi booth. We're not gonna talk about any of these cars. They're all amazing. They're all great. Um, I especially love the RS7. Yep. I think it's, it's gorgeous. We I love mean, the RS3. The RS3, there's the a- The TTRS. There's an R8 uh, V10 Spider over yep. there. You should go yep. take a look at that. All of these are great cars. If you have the money, you should buy one. 
What we're gonna talk about instead is you're gonna see these kiosks of Audi genuine accessories. <sighs> yeah. Um, I don't understand these. So, I don't understand them. So first of all, you should be stepping up to the booth that has the um, the cleaners and keychain and LED lights. I like that Audi has um, packaged lights so that when your car does instantly break, you have things to look and find it. And signal the tow truck driver. <laughs> there you guide, go. Guide the tow truck driver in. There's all kinds of liquids that if you spray them on the car, they're gonna cause an electrical short. Yep. But go ahead and, and look through that and you'll see a little stuffed dog in another uh, little stand-up kiosk thing. Right, because there's, there's the lifestyle that you have in the car. In the car, there you go. And then Audi wants you to have a certain lifestyle outside the car as well. Right, so you yep. need to have that lifestyle as well. So right. we're gonna go examine this lifestyle stuff over here. Yep. And they really have just everything covered. They do. Every uh, facet of life is You know, covered. nose to toes. Yeah, they got, you got watches, you've got yep. um, a Bluetooth speaker to listen to music while you wait for the tow truck driver. You're exactly you've got, right. Uh, coffee cups to sip coffee out of while you wait for the tow truck driver. You could paint your nails in Audi colors while yep. you wait for the tow truck driver. To match your car or not go crazy. Exactly. And then, then there's a stuffed animal. Yeah, because you got to pull your, your kids into this nonsense too. You're exactly right. Okay. <sighs> All right. Living that Audi life. Living that Audi life. All right. Um, okay, but they're, so they're fine cars. They're fine. No, they're yeah, great. All yeah. of them are great. So go ahead and continue walking Dave North, aka South. Yeah, turn left. We're gonna you're gonna see an indie car. This is right, actually. <laughs> oh. You're facing the, the dog. Uh, right. You turn left. Oh. Okay. Yes. All right. Do we need to get you some juice, buddy? I, I think so. I oh, think Dave is flagging. Yeah. We're like only halfway done. No. Yeah. Okay, so you're gonna walk past the Lincoln Tech booth, stop in, get some information from them because it's a fantastic school. Yeah, you should go there. Yep, you should definitely. go do that. They've got some awesome stuff here. So take a right at the dinosaur. Yep. And the HVAC. Yep. And the night. Yep. Trust us, those are there. These are things that are actually here. Yep. Yep. And we're gonna head towards Mazda. Yep. All right, here's the thing about Mazda. We're walking towards the booth now. We like to say that Mazda is, is now what I think Audi was, or VW was 15 years ago. I think you're right. I right? think you're right. I think that they have a, like a kind of a little air of excitement mm. underneath them, right? Yeah. A sporty, obviously. They You can't take that out of Mazda. And we like pretty much their entire line. Yeah. If you have to get a small crossover. If you have to. We really like the CX-5. Don't. Right. Don't do that. Get a wagon. But if you, if you have to. Right. Do it. And here's and the other thing about Mazda is that even if you don't end up with one, because there are reasons why you wouldn't buy any one of them. Right. But basically in every segment that they compete in, that they should be, if you care about driving especially, they should be in the conversation. They definitely should. They are, you know what we call Mazda? We call Mazda a contender. I like it. Right? I like that. So you're going to notice some swatches of leather, some paint, and some tools. Right behind the Mazda 6. Right behind the 6 and next to the 3. And we want to call attention to these tools. Yep. So we're going to go stand in front of them. There's some talk about wood and leather and... When we look at the tools... Machine gray, which is something. Are we the tools? Maybe that's what it is. Maybe it's a mirror. Existential tools. Yeah. No, what these are, folks, are, are, are tools that yeah. were not made to make any of these cars. No, they didn't use any of these. They're the, lying to you. These, these are all mass-produced vehicles. Yep. No hammer has been anywhere near these. Exactly. I don't know why they think that we think that that is the case. Right. 
but these are not artisanal cars. Can we call them the craftsperson's tools? Yeah. I don't know. Like, cars were, at one time, artisanal. They were. They were hand-beat. Yep. Um, and they were Just worse. like you. Yeah. <laughs> they were awful. They you were... could fit children between the panel gaps. Right. And they broke down all the time. So the panel gaps in the Maserati giblets are heritage. They're, vin they're retro. They're artisanal. Artisanal. Artisanal panel gaps. There we go. Yeah. Okay. APG, if you will. <laughs> all right. So, yeah. You see some tools. If you believe that these are the tools that were used to make the car, then you yourself are the tool. Exactly. All right. Exactly. So uh, take a look at this Mazda uh, 3 hatchback. Love the design of this car. Can't wait for the Mazda Speed version because the only thing this thing needs is more power. Absolutely. Uh, All right. Yeah. Now we're going to move on to the Volkswagen. Yeah, we are. We're going to move on to the Volkswagen. Um, now... We're going to move on to like the front of the Volkswagen booth where uh, you see the giant uh, overhang thingy that says Tiguan? Oh, yeah. The Tig Tiguan. Uh, Christy Tegan? Tiguan? Tiguan. 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 Uh, Taekwondo. Big Golf. Big Golf. <laughs> exactly. And exactly. There's a wooden floor here that you, uh, you'll step onto. And the notable thing about that is uh, they had to place it on a non-electrically conductive surface. Right. It's really, it was really thoughtful of them. Certainly um, was. Thank you. Yeah. Thank you, Volkswagen. <laughs> um, and then we're going to move on to another display case. We certainly are. The display case you'll see in the back, it has all sorts of activity equipment, sports things in yeah. it. Yeah, walk past the Atlas. Walk past the Atlas. You, that's all you should ever do with an Atlas. It's fine, it's fine. No, no, it's, it's not. fine. No, it's not. But here, here's the thing, and this is, yeah. um, you know, they, they've kind of done a poor job of, of articulating this fact. They have. But um, this display case is actually to, um, to advertise a, a new, um, a new promotion that Volkswagen has, which is where if you buy any of these new cars, you get a starring spot in a herpes ad. <laughs> so you're going to have to do all of these activities in one 30-second ad. And also use a Breva. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what any of this stuff has to do with Volkswagens, yep. um, but they're here. Yeah. Possibly, you'll also see possibly the cheapest set of bicycle wheels you've ever seen. Yeah. I all do right. like that they have all the sports equipment and just like, oh, some of these people just like to drink. Right. So they have cornhole and a bar and a stool bar and stool. a cooler. That active lifestyle with that bar stool. Right, exactly. Yeah. Um, we know the Colorado market well. <laughs> um, but okay. We, so I think that, that that pretty much covers it for Volkswagen. It, there is it, a uh, new Artian. Ertian? Ertian. Arton Senna? Orton. Orton. Horton, here's who? Uh, Ayrton. Ayrton. Ertion. Ertion. Sure, sure. Ayrton. Just say a bunch of vowels and like one consonant and you've got like pretty much the whole Volkswagen line. Yeah, you do. Nailed. Yep. But I do want to say in profile, it is a really nice looking car. It does. But I think this just, this looks like what a car should look like like i think when you just but think not of all like, cars do look like this i know look at the jetta right and look at that yeah you're true true you know what that's that's a really good point i like that you you drew that comparison because context makes it better yeah 
And I think this is, you God, know, the Jetta looks it looks so like a boring. longer CC, which I always thought was a really cool car. Me too. Ian, I need to take a nap. I'm looking at the Jetta. I just okay. want to go let's, to sleep. Let's instead turn around. Oh, let's Lexus. Talk about Lexus. Oh, there's one, there's one car here that you should look at. There's a few cars here that you should look at. You should go look at the GSF, which we drove last year and yes. loved. And absolutely loved. Notice how the carpet gets plush again underneath your feet. Uh -huh. But what you're going to want to do is you're going to want to walk slowly towards the LS 500. Yeah. We've been talking about herpes. Yeah. Tools. Yep. And, all, and, and, and electrical fires. Let's let's take another breather. Yeah. Let's do let's this. Let's get into the LS 500. What you're going to want to do gonna is... It's going to beep at you. Yep. It's going to beep at you. And yep. we're going to get in. Uh, oh. Hang on one second here. And we are just gonna, gonna shut the door and shut the door. did you hear that listeners? Oh, did you hear how much quieter it got? Oh, how much more peaceful this is? Let's not beat around the bush. Yeah. This car is $90,000. It is. I um, can't wait to be the eighth owner of one <laughs> with like the sketchiest floor. I want one that's been to Florida two separate times. <laughs> right. Yeah. Right, has been repossessed in Florida uh -huh. twice. Yes, definitely. That's what you want. These seats are amazing. Yeah. The track pad feels cool. Uh, you're going to get some fingerprints on stuff. That's fine. Look mm -hmm. for ours. Uh, the weird little upper stalks are kind of cool. Yeah. Um, Seating position is great. These seats, this isn't a sports car. No. But the seats are supportive and nice. And I really like that they figured out a way to kind of... Um, do an interior different. Yeah, they have. You know, it's, it is different than what BMW and Mercedes is doing, probably closer to what Mercedes is doing now. Yeah. Um, but everything feels quality and nice. And it's, I think it's specialness is that it's, it feels unique. It, it does. It, primary, primary objective for Lexus, number one, besides reliability and service, because that cannot be beat, mm -hmm. right? Um, primary objective is that it is a nice place to be yeah this car just fires off on that objective it it it, it executes it so well it, ian touch that stereo knob rotate it and tell me what you think mm. isn't that nice it's so nice to have a non-indexed analog knob yeah well the one in the um the lc 500 right uh is even better wow so go go check out the lc 500 which is the new sports car yes um that one's awesome and it feels like if anyone's a vintage stereo enthusiast yeah it feels like a 70s marantz knob right it has a heft and a weight but a gentle yeah. resistance it's metal and it feels like you're doing something yeah but it's not difficult to do it's it's perfect it's right? just a satisfying thing you know like when you're when you're working on your car and you've got those stupid little plastic clips Ugh. and like you can never tell like you, you go through like six of them and yeah. you're putting them back together and you, you they don't make any noise or there's no feel and then the seventh one goes click and you're oh right right, right? that's what it, that's that feeling all the time every time i would just be turning the volume up and down on it <laughs> All the time. So real quick, mm -hmm. you've been at the auto show. You've been listening to us blather on and on for a while. Yeah. I think this is an important thing in that you take a moment to recognize that you, that you had the opportunity to have a restorative moment. Right. And so here's where you want to, uh, if you were lucky enough to get into the Lexus uh, LS500, what you want to do is lock the doors. Yes. Um, you're going to want to pull out your... Team Clearcoat branded 
eye mask. Yes, cucumber slices. Earplugs. Yep. And blanket. Yep. And just just take a moment for you. you. Take a moment for you. You you deserve a moment. You exactly do. And relax, mm-hmm. meditate. Yeah. And when you have reached total and complete nirvana, you'll hear a beep. Beep. Good job, everyone. All right, we're going to move it on. All right, Ian, where are we going next? Next, we are going to Buick. Oh, Ian, let's go to Buick. We're going to Buick. I had a meltdown in their booth yesterday. You did, but we're not going to talk about that. We're not. We don't need to complain about the youths. We already seen old. Goddamn 25-year-old didn't know what Saab was. (laughs) So the thing we're not going to talk about. Yeah, we just talked about it. Okay. Yep. So here's the thing is that the Buicks are, are slightly kind of exciting right now. Yeah, they are. Um, they're so exciting that they're vacuuming the booth right now, which they is are. really unhelpful. But um, what we want to talk about is the Regal Sportback. We do. Starting at $25,000. Which is a really, it's a really, really intriguing car. Because as Dave pointed out yesterday. It's a Saab 900. It's a Saab it's, 900. It's my 1997 Saab 900. It's a Saab 900. What you want to do is go, go ahead. Go to the back. Go it. to the back, which we've been saying a lot. Go yeah. to the back. Uh-huh. Push on the lower part of the Buick logo in the back, and the trunk will pop. That's how you pop but the trunk. But it's not a trunk. It's, it's a, a hatch. hatch. Oh, my God. And it's huge. Yeah. Ian, this, I, I'm going to own one of these at some point. This yeah. is this is a spiritual successor to my Saab. It is. It yeah. absolutely is. Yeah. It's a really, really intriguing option. Um, and it's offered in all-wheel drive, which is really important. And um, it's an all-wheel drive, full-size hatchback. Yeah. What? The, the only thing that would make it better is if you could get it with a manual. Right. Yeah. And, you know, I think lower to skosh. Yeah. And uh, wrap the chrome. Yep. And this car is a really interesting option. It certainly is. For the, I, for the price and everything yeah. else. It, I'm very excited about it. I can't wait to drive it. Right. And while you're here, you're also going to notice one of our other favorite wagons. Yeah. And this is the spiritual successor to my car. It to, is. To the Saab I, Turbo X. I have the Saab Turbo X. This is the Saab Tour, or the, I'm sorry, the Buick Tourex. Yeah. See, we called it the Saab. I, I know. Um, it's a wagon. Yeah. A Buick wagon. Yeah. Right. All wheel drive. Um, 280 horsepower, I think. Something like that. I think like that's that. correct. I'm going to go by the vacuum cleaner because that's a good idea. <laughs> I don't think we um, have a choice. But yeah, this one as it sits is 40 grand. Yeah. Um, which is a little bit more than you would want. But yeah, it's... Oh it's, yeah, two, two liter turbo. Yeah. Yep. Eight it's speed a, automatic transmission. It's another one that's really um, an intriguing option. Uh, and all of these are built on Opel platforms. So these yeah. aren't shared GM platforms really. They're shared with Opel, which is now owned by... Peugeot and Citroen, which right. is a whole other thing. So I don't know what the future of these cars are, but right now they're pretty interesting. They are. Which they're... is not, you know, what what you would normally say about Buick. So you're exactly right. Uh, they're exciting. Uh, the only thing I'll knock against them is that they have the egg car. The Encore. Yeah, the egg you, car. I know you don't like the don't you, you don't like the Encore. Yeah. Um, the so, other the other discussion point, which we are not going to talk about. Right is uh, the Envision. They have the Envision here, and the Envision is notable only for the reason that uh, it's manufactured in China. I thought you said we weren't going to talk about it here. Well, I'm not going to talk about any opinions about it or what it means. Oh, or, gotcha. Okay. Right. Yeah. 
but, but this one fact about it. Yeah. It's, Click it's, here for this one amazing fact about the Buick Envision. <laughs> it's manufactured in China, sold here. That's a first. Yeah, it's the exact opposite of what Buick has been doing forever. Right. And, um, you know, talk amongst yourselves about it. Or don't. I prefer don't. Beep. <laughs> All right, so we're going to move on to Kia. Yep. You'll, um, no, you'll notice the uh, Stinger GT on a turntable. Yeah. Fantastic. The Stinger is another very exciting uh, new car because it is another hatchback. It certainly is. It's another fast hatchback. Yeah, let's see if we can get inside this black one. Yep. Let's get go it, past the vacuum cleaner. Yep, in the and front seat of it this time. Yeah, here we are. Okay. Inside the Stinger GT. This is a uh, turbo V6. Yep. Rear or all-wheel drive. Yep. Um, automatic transmission. You're gonna notice some stuff. Yeah, it's kind of a mixed bag in here. You can tell where they cut corners. Absolutely. But I think you're gonna be okay with that. Yeah. There's a big plastic bezel in the dash. Mm -hmm. It's not exciting, but it's, it doesn't pick up fingerprints and it's yeah. probably gonna be easy to dust off. And some of these knobs and buttons are exactly the opposite of the feel that we were just talking about with the yeah, Lexus. exactly. But this is also way, way cheaper than that. Exactly. Um, and it, it does show, but the seats are great. The seats are fantastic. We had a uh, six foot four person behind me in, yeah. in my passenger position. Yep. So two six foot four individuals. The headroom was a little tight. I wouldn't be able to wear a helmet in this car if we were to take it to the track. I wonder if you could get it without a sunroof, if you could then wear a helmet. It's possible, but just about everything has a sunroof nowadays. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it's a, it's a really, it's a really exciting car. This is another one that we're very excited to yeah. drive. This is brand new. I think I've only seen one on the road um, in person. So. Yeah. Yeah, definitely go check that out. Spend some time with it. Look under the hood. Do the thing. Exactly. Um, also, nice, uh, another example of the mixed bagness of this car. Yes. Is that the vents, the gills on the side yes. are real. They're you can, real. You can put your hand in there, you can look through them, and you can see they're for brake cooling. Yep. Um, and so they're actually functional. The vents on the hood, however, Totally fake. <laughs> they go nowhere. They that, don't do anything. That is the mixed bag. It's a, yeah, it's a mixed bag. Yeah. Um, All right, so. You're, so now we're, we're entering Chevy, and this is what we, what we like to refer to as the juice box zone. Yes, yeah, you're, so I don't care. Yeah, Dave, Dave, Dave is, well, he's standing still. I'm still walking. I'm flagging. He's flagging. So what you're going to want to do, if you have a member of your group who typically gets hangry, yeah, um, like my ginger friend here, um, mm. he gets very hangry. And so sometimes you got to deploy a juice box or something. Oh Give him a God. cookie. So reach into your swag bag. You should have, <sighs> maybe you have the leftover Monster Energy from uh, the Subaru booth, or maybe you have the Chevy oh my God, is are we done yet? Juice box, hand that to your hangry member of the group. And uh, after the beep, come back, they'll be re-energized. Beep. Beep or whatever. <laughs> Listeners, we've actually done you a solid without you even realizing it. We've completely skipped GMC. Yeah. Yep. We just we just walked past it while Dave was stumbling and complaining yep. about Blazed how he on was done. Yep. And now we've arrived here at uh, the Chevy Traverse on a turntable yeah. and the Chevy Malibu all alone on the dance floor. Yep, with the Traverse being its crazy drunk cousin up on the stage at the strip club. Right. Yeah. yeah. Ruining a wedding. Ruining a wedding. Yes, you're exactly <laughs> right. 
Uh, so yeah, Chevy. But let's go talk about the Chevy ZL1 Camaro. Yes. Yes, there are, there's some Camaros. There's also a Hot Wheels uh, edition Camaro, which we're gonna just skip right over. Yeah. Um, but the ZL1, here's, here's the thing. It is, it is obscene and vulgar. It is. And completely unnecessary. Totally unnecessary. It's enormous. It's got these crazy front little, what do you call these things? Canards. Canards, yeah, these little like front air manipulators. And here's where we need the Germans to help yeah. us. Yeah. You know, the, the Germans have sort of ruined luxury cars. Exactly. But in language, they're kind of aces. Right, right. They're, right. they're, they're, they're the best. From when it comes to design. Well, because they're the opposite of pornographic. Well, no, I mean in language. Okay. For coming up oh, with, yeah, with yeah, words. Oh, yeah, yeah, that's it. Okay. And so I, we need a word. That would sound good in German. Right, so like schadenfreude. Exactly, is, delight in another one's mispleasure. Right. The Sicherheits the, uh, überprüfung is one word that means security checkpoint in an airport. <laughs> yeah, it's true. That's one word. Um, I'm sure I butchered that. But we need a, a German word for the feeling of, I know that this is wrong. And completely unnecessary. And completely unnecessary. And I don't need this in my life. And in fact, it would probably make my life worse. Yes. But I need front canards on my car. <laughs> I need them. And I need that enormous hole in the front bumper that goes to a cooler. Canardenfreude. Can <laughs> Ian, yes. it's Canardenfreude. I mean this thing. Ian has it. Is ridiculous. It is redonkulous. And stupid. It's even more insane than the Camaros. It. Or than the Corvettes. Oh yeah. It I mean, like out crazies a... the Corvettes. Well yeah, because there's a Z06 here. Right. Which is insane. Well it's a bonkers car. Because we drove the slow version. We right? did. Because we yeah. drove the Grand Sport. Yep. Um, and this is way more bonkers looking than that. Yeah. I, I am, I want. Yeah. Want. It's fantastic. And I, can't, I can't even, if anyone asked me to rationalize it, like, why do you want that? I would just be like, uh, I'm sorry. I don't know. <laughs> I have nothing for you. Nothing. I don't know. So, so go ahead and do that. Yep. Um, and then we're going to go to, we're going to go to Hyundai. Yes, we are. Let's take a look at Hyundai. So go ahead and proceed Dave North. That is actually south. Okay. So th the thing, the thing that struck, that jumped out to me about Hyundai is yeah. that number one, they did not bring the cars that we were excited yeah, about. Yeah, they didn't bring any of. They didn't bring the Veloster N. They have a whole new line of yeah. cars. Um, that's their N line, and they actually. So Hyundai and Kia are basically the same company. They're kind of like an Audi, Volkswagen, or Toyota, Lexus sort of thing, and they um, poached the guy from BMW M division. Okay. Who used to be at M division? He's the one who's doing all their sports cars now, and uh, and it, it's shown they're on a bit of a tear. And you sleep on Hyundai Kia at your peril. They right, are, exactly. They are um, coming up in the world. We yeah. drove the Elantra GT, GT Sport. Sport. Um, we loved it. I drove it on the track. And it was not the fastest car we drove by nope. any stretch. But man, that was plucky. It was fun. It was. It was straight up fun. It was. It was set up like the suspension setup was for fun. Yeah. And it, part part of it was that it was on like all season tires. Yeah. You, right. But you could feel there was a balance to yeah. it, and there was a. It wanted to a rotate. Liveliness. Yeah. There you go. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. It felt alive for sure. There was a fire under. There's a. It felt like there was a fire in it that yeah. like. Yeah. That like even the GTI didn't feel. There you go. Yeah, it um, it brought its own enthusiasm, and you, it met you halfway. 
Yeah, yes, that's a good way to put it. It right? did. Whereas it, the GTI is just like, I'm here, let's go. Yeah, I'm, I am more capable than you are. Right. Bring it up. Yeah, exactly. Whereas this was like, I'm hey. excited, hey, let's do this. I'm yeah, excited to be here. There you go, and it, there you go. It came through in the driving experience. It really did. It, it sounds did. strange, but it, it really, really did. Um, but the, the other thing that I think is funny about Hyundai Kia is that they know that you're skeptical. Yes, they, they certainly do. They know that you've seen you know, a 96... Excel. Excel. Named after the Microsoft Word, uh, spreadsheet application. Right. And and they, they know you remember that. That that's yeah. what yeah. flashes in your mind when somebody right. says Hyundai. Yeah. And so they brought all of their awards. With Talk them. about overcompensating. And I, I want to be... I want to give them a hug. I just want to get... Right. Say, it's okay. We know. We accept you yeah. for who you are now. Yeah. You're doing good. Right? Right? You're fine. Yeah. Don't they came out of the quality closet and here they are. Exactly. Yeah. Um, they also have a Hyundai racing thing, which is closed right now, but I'm guessing it's going to be open for you guys. Sure. They Go have, ahead. It looks like fun. They have a like Veloster. Fun. You need to sit in it. It's awesome. I love the Veloster so much. It is funky and cool. They yep. also have some um, post or some uh, mid-century modern-looking furniture over there. They do. I love that. reasons. Yeah, sure. That I don't, I don't really understand. Some interesting paint swatches. Okay, where are we headed next, Ian? We're headed to our last, the last, the booth? last booth. All right, with the last booth, the absolute worst mountain bike you could ever put on top of a car. And we can tell that it was the last booth because we did, we made notes about this in order. Yep. yep. And we made no notes because we, I think we were tired we by were that point as, a, as well. I was looking for the bar. Yep. And we were just ready to be done. The thing that we noticed about the Ford booth was besides the Ranger, which we're excited about small trucks because we like small trucks i grew up owning them love yep. them uh we're not going to get into the edge st big thing we noticed ian was no ford focus rs yeah they didn't they didn't bring, bring one. any fast focuses they have a fiesta st i believe yep. uh, or maybe that's a focus st i don't know anyway they brought an st they also brought an edge st which yeah and then the Bullet Mustang. And tons of the little Eco Sports. There's no Ford GT here. Yep. They kind of skimped on oh. the enthusiasts. They did bring a little Transit Connect, and which that was you what should I was certainly gonna say. check out. Go which, check out the Transit Connect. It is a prototype model. It says it's locked. It's not locked right now, though. <laughs> um, so we've been in it. Yeah. Um, and, you know, I kind of have a soft spot for these, like, Euro... Uh, little vans. Yeah. Um, I don't know why. It's another another thing that I really can't explain because they're not great. No. Um, but they're kind of cool and funky and they just look different. They look like, you know what they look like? They look like a K car, like a Japanese K car. Yeah. That like went on, that moved to America. Yeah. And got fat. Yeah. It started eating french fries. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. That's exactly what it looks like. It's a giant K car mm. is how I would think about it. What you're going to want to do, listener, is get your cold team clear cup branded french fries out of your swag bag. <laughs> <laughs> Wrap a wet paper towel around them and, and put them in the sponsored Team Clear Coat microwave that's included yeah. in your bag. Or find a car that is on and yeah. just shove them in the tailpipe and there heat them There you go. Way. That's what we're talking about. And that, yeah. ladies and gentlemen, was the official Not Denver official. Auto Show Not walking official tour. in any way, shape, or form. Officially done Not official. by Team Whatever. Clear Coat. Legally, we cannot say that. <laughs> Thank you yeah. and sorry. I'm sorry for all of that. That was a lot. We love you. Goodbye. But if you've made oh. it to this point, please let us know. Please let us know. Uh, TeamClearCode.com is where you can find all our particulars. We're on all the social medias, Yep. Uh, unfortunately. And um, yeah, let us know what you thought. 
Or, or not. <laughs> or not. It's up to you. If you're at the Denver Auto Show, take some pictures, tag us, and, uh, and we'll talk about it on our next show. Absolutely. All right. We love you all. Goodbye. Bye.